Guys, appreciate you tuning in to another edition of the Pure Tennis Podcast. Here, joined by JP. JP, happy Friday, man. It's a big, long weekend. Yep. Got a lot of tennis planned or what? What's on the agenda this weekend? Got tennis tonight and then uh, probably all weekend. (laughs) Yeah, the boys got some tennis too, I'm sure. So it's... And uh, the young ones got my rackets ready to be strung up, ready to go for the weekend. That's, that's true. That's true. We had a good session last night. I don't know if that was the... JP makes me play best three out of five. <laughs> really test the legs out here. But it, it, I mean, it, me playing and working, Nate just kind of hitting big serves and following <laughs> it, hitting winners. It's winter practice for you. Not winter, winner. <laughs> Hey, it felt good to get back on the court. You know, yeah, it must have. Last last ten days or so, <laughs> I had uh, blast overheads at you. <laughs> I, we were in Orlando for a week, and then I had my sister's wedding weekend. So it was a. Uh, I felt like I was cheating on tennis for the last ten days. I was out of commission for a bit, but we're back. Did you talk to tennis about it? Did I? I did. I did. She's uh. Is she okay. <laughs> she's all right. Yeah, she said she just wants to be. Ta- she just wanted to take her out this she weekend. Has trust yeah. Issues. Wine and wine and diner this weekend, and she said she'll be she'll be all right. But uh, <laughs> we had we had fun in Orlando, uh, USTA National Campus. I even though I lived there for a year, I hadn't been there yet, so it was cool to get to that place and um, see what all the hype was about. It is just a very like known. I mean, just an interesting place to like host the national campus of the USTA. I felt like it's like it's a beautiful place, but like. Kind of empty, kind at least for the tennis world. It just comes out of nowhere too. It's, and like, it's just out of, I was like Lake Nona. Like did this put, did Lake Nona deserve to have the HQ of your, the United States Tennis yeah, Association? Yeah, you like you're in a cul-de-sac, and then all of a sudden, like, why are there 400 tennis courts? Exactly, there? and it's like it's a little bit of a bummer to see that the uh, Padel and the pickleball was much more heavily uh, concentrated with folks playing, active participants. Uh, you saw about a I don't yeah. know 40 40 clay courts unused. It looked like I was like, man. Well, they can't turn them into pickleball yet. Exactly. I'm like, how long are they going to hold on to these? They, well, they're trying to develop a pickleball that can bounce on the clay. <laughs> Once they do. They Once w- they do that, you know they're going to develop well, that. Well, I saw them. They put speak- they're coming. In the clay? They, they, they're, they put, clay pickleball? Yeah. They put Stop little, it. They put little speakers on the ground, too, so you can still hear like the banging of you're, the ball against the I know the you're joking. I know you're joking. I, I I will believe you too. That's the that's the, the scary part is is I'll believe you. So I mean pickleball, man. Sorry. It's, Sorry. it's it's a we can't even if we talk about pickleball on the tennis know, point Instagram. You you get in trouble. I mean people these people the tennis folk it is yeah, it's war it ser- out there, I folks. Take it seriously, I do. I do. I do take it seriously. <laughs> you can't take pickleball seriously. I, I don't. Come on. No, I mean it's it's crazy to see some of these former D one players. Go make money playing pickleball when they have never picked up a paddle in their life. Yeah. It's like in a tournament two. They're so already... wait, do you here, honest question then? Do you think that it's <laughs> do you think that it's actual skill playing? No, because I mean, <laughs> no pickleball. It's like it's a it's a it's just a derivative of the uh, tennis. Swing. It's like playing bocce ball or like you know it's like playing wiffle ball. Wiffle ball. It's yeah. like with drunk on an Easter <laughs> with, with your nephew. It's like playing. It's like playing hillbilly <laughs> golf. <My knuckle> ball. <laughs> You ever see, you throw those ball, those balls tied dog to each ball, other? Yeah, it's ball. like no, I cannot take pickleball. Yeah, like serious. I mean, I I love that people are having fun playing the sport, but it's like I honestly can't take that like a serious. I mean, no, it's 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 not real. I'm just amazed that that the 
I'd like to see the, the drama. The enthusiasm for the takeover is so strong with all of them. It's not just that they're playing a game, but they're taking away a game. The they only, they the, like that. Yeah, they do. But the only thing cool that I would say from Pickleball is like... Pretty soon, we'll be, I mean, Tennis will be gone by... Be pretty soon. Pretty soon, Tennis will be gone because of us. <laughs> like, yeah, well, are you seem happy about that? Why are you so happy oh about Oh, my that? gosh. The one thing I will watch is like when there's like celebrities or other athletes from other sports playing and they, they mic them up and they... And get, they get like, hurt <laughs> playing Pickleball. <laughs> I, I like that, too. Like if the paddle would somehow dislodge from their hand and go into one of their backs, <laughs> then they could make it illegal. Oh my gosh! Pickleball so has been canceled. <laughs> <laughs> no. So down there, we got to watch a lot of team event, a lot of team tennis, and the level was high. Got to shout out the champions. We took the UNC on, on this podcast a couple weeks ago. I took the UNC women's team to win the title. Took Virginia too, and took Virginia the men's Nate, Nate two for two, two for two on the D one predictions. But I called Ohio State, and they made the final. So. That's fair. I mean, Ohio State. So uh, they, they those guys took out Virginia. Yeah, four twice, twice in no, the regular once, season. Once, once, once. ITA Fall Nats indoor or indoor Nats. They I mean. played them twice, and they beat them twice, and they beat really? them four zero two times. Yeah. No, what? I thought that was just once That's in indoor Nats. They, they thought they were going to win. No. It's so, indoor tennis versus outdoor, and then the lineup. There's a few lineup tweaks from there. And I, did, I saw that when I looked at the box score. Bernard, um, who made it to the round of 16 in the individuals, lost the other the other day, yesterday, um, in the, for individuals. He wasn't even in the lineup for, with Ohio State when they beat Virginia 4-0. It's like, and so they, so on paper, even got better, and they still got dogged 4-0 in that final. I know. It's crazy. Virginia it is doesn't make sense. loaded, though. They like the, they... Rodesh, who plays one for Virginia, huge, probably, I think he's about 6-5. Serves huge, hits a big forehand, moves well. He's actually in the final four now of the individuals, and he's, I mean, he, yeah, him playing at that level, and Naki Montez from Spain playing a steady number two. Um, they they're just low to top to bottom. They're they're, they're so deep, and the Cavaliers go back to back. The Who's, uh, it was so so fun to watch those guys. Shout to Crack Rackets for a lot of awesome coverage, and then UNC women's team, they get revenge on the Wolfpack of NC State. In the final, uh, so I, I ran into the girls at a pizza restaurant. As I, I forget what it's called, it's on Lake. No, it's right in that um, cul-de-sac. But ran into those girls. They were like, they were not shying away from wanting revenge and on NC State. They had, it was they were in the Elite Eight when I talked to them, and they were already kind of eyeing that matchup in the final and just saying like, you know, they're ready now. Like that that they lost to them. Their only loss of the entire year. Uh, it was a wake-up call that they all needed. They had a lineup, a lineup change where they took out Abby Forbes, a former All-American. That's gutsy, though. And UCLA transfer, and they took out Forbes yeah. and moved everybody up the lineup. And, I mean, you you have to be a top 30 player in women's tennis to have a chance to play in the lineup at UNC right now. It's, like, it's incredible. Like the, the, like, the level there, too, just to go and be beaten by – in tennis, is different. If someone beats you yep. in tennis, like, there's a psychological thing you have to overcome to go back and get them. Like. And they went, up, they went out and took their first – NCA women's title. That's big. And how good of a program that UNC is, it's just wild to like. I wrap my head around that. That was their first title that they've captured. And if you haven't, guys, if you haven't checked out their courts, go to UNC's tennis um, Instagram page. They have the most beautiful courts I think I've ever seen. They got the baby blue, the dark blue, both shades on the court. Beautiful complex that they just finished and they just completed this year. Uh, I don't believe either. I know the women haven't lost on that court yet, I believe, and I don't think the men have either. So it's a really cool place to. to uh, I can't wait to get Blue. to there. Yeah, can't yeah. wait to get to the, that complex. But 
uh, Division two level, you had Barry University take home the men and women's title. The women took home their six straight. The men took their four straight. So they got a couple dynasties down there in Florida. Uh, Barry has been good since I was playing college tennis, and they just have they're, they're a powerhouse. That Atlanta, I know that Barry's in Florida. It's is it Florida? Uh, yeah, it's down in Florida. And then Division three, you had Case Western Reserve Whoa. out of Cleveland. Their first what? national title in program history for their athletic program. Shout out to James Trotter, who will be a Virginia Cavalier. Just a really cool thing that like he won the team title. His future team won the won the team title. All of his teammates a year from now were there supporting him and his teammates um, in that final against Tufts. A phenomenal. I mean, just the the level at D three at that is just like how how are there this many good tennis players in the country? You, you got a twelve. Five UTR or whatever James is, and um, he's actually going to be play, uh, playing at in the ACC, a bit, a, quite a big jump. But um, and then on the women's side, a school I had not ever heard of in my life, Claremont Mudscripts mm. takes the title for the women. At that I think that was their uh, Mudscript, the Mudscripts CMS they call them. But uh, shout to all the champions. I will say the one bummer was that the NCA and USTA limited us severely on the promotion of the event, yeah, which should. was just like, you know how many views we would have done if we were able to do content at that place? It's just like, why would you, like... No one knows about tennis. No, wonder why. No, exactly. No <laughs> one even knows that event happened. Like, no, none of our listeners, 1% of these people probably watched any of these matches. No one even knows anything about this because they didn't let us, they don't promote it. Right. The NCA, don't say you care about student-athletes and then not let... Student media athletes yeah, yeah. P- promote your event that you that you oh it's just and then USTA is the same it's like you guys don't really care about putting these promoting these players and these teams and these programs and these coaches and it's like it's just a bummer cuz like if you looked at the fan like the fan turnout on the on these streams it was just it was poor yeah they have too much they it's, have too much when they just don't they they can't focus on the product how cool it is like because they're just not even thinking about it. It's not on their radar. No, it's, it's not. Their it's, stuff. The NCA is just. No, you, it's, like, it's, you like that? It's a brutal. It's <laughs> yeah. brutally silly. It's just run poorly. It's and it's just like I literally have got it. I got an email just saying like I was like we, I asked if we could bring a drone. You know, I was asking for the full caboose. I was like, can we can we can we do a drone? We need a drone. We need a drone to get some aerial yeah. footage. They're like, we're too close to the airport to do that. I'm like, all right, fine. So. Are there any other limitations or restrictions that I need to know before I step onto the campus? Actually, there's quite a few. You can't show any NCA logos. You can't tell people that this is taking place at the USTA National Campus. Can't do video. Can't do imagery. You can't. Oh I was my like, God. gosh, don't. Oh my God. I'm like, wait, but you're gonna like, who do you ex- how do you expect people to know that this event even exists? Yeah. And it's like, you go on the streams. It's like 300, 400 people watching. It's like. There should be thousands of people watching this stuff, like thousands. And it's Making the level's it so good, the drama's so good, the atmosphere is electric, the energy around that play. I mean, it could be so much better, but the NCA and the USTA just we're not ready to uh, embrace it for no. what it is yet, no. which is a bummer. And there's so it, many pros out there. But if it were football, if it were football, yeah, you can do it. You know, basically, don't keep the template the same where people are sharing that kind of stuff all over the place, and there's whole channels devoted to it. Exactly. I'm like, so, so I was like, can I just go, because I asked for credentials, and they denied me credentials, but they they gave, I'm like, they acted like there's a lot of people there for, for media, which there's not. Yeah. There's like 
Get in line, buddy. Get in line. Get in line. Yeah, Look about yeah there's two there. or three people that are going to be here for covering it, but get in line. Get I'm in, like, get in line. So you're not going to let me cover it through the media. You can. Aspect. Like, get back. In the I back. tried to do it the right way, you know, do it the way that that they set up and put it in place and follow their rules. And it's like, all right, so can I just go as a fan and just get my own content as a from a fan perspective and sit in, in a normal seat, whatever else, and not even have court access? No, you can't do that either. You can't post to a corporate account. I'm like, this is the biggest joke i've it was it was yeah a little bit of a bummer because the athletes deserve it it's not like i I don't care that like i mean we don't gain anything crazy so do you think those limitations are purely for the student athletes so they can't make nio money it's it's i mean if they were sharing things they're making all these rules basically so that the person that's sitting on the court that was like maybe i'll maybe the person that worked their whole life for this biggest moment right in their career now they can play tennis but like this is their moment and so like maybe i'll take a video of me working out or something and then share my so there's these all these rules the NCAA is putting down like no you can't show a logo you can't do this you can't have anything there because they're trying to like they're trying to corn like yep. cordon off all of the student athletes from having any ability to do yep. the NIL stuff and it's a bummer because I mean I, I was it sucked it sucked because we would have done without exaggerating it's like I was, I'm there for a week we've gone to junior events for two days and we we, we do about 500 to a million views from 14 and 15 year olds you put me you put us anywhere near that and just don't even give me court access. I, I would be fine as a fan there just t- taking content. We're doing millions per day there. Millions. I mean, just the crowd reactions, just getting the, just the aesthetics of the court and oh, like the, the everything. And the drama. The, exactly. There's, yeah, there's constant Ohio yelling. State versus Virginia. Yep. Oh my God. Don't even get me Good started. But, so that was a big bummer because I think people would have, college tennis could be, it could blow up like, and it would be like a, a really cool thing. So that was my, my, my biggest gripe, but I will stop complaining because we did have some fun watching the tennis. I just wanted you guys to celebrate with us, but yeah. we'll keep fighting. We'll keep we'll keep doing our thing. Well, and I mean, it's fun to just dog on NCAA for being backward and stupid. Great nonprofit organization. They're, they're, they're for the people. Oh, it's for the people. For the people, it's man. Not, they, yeah. they, they, they're, they're, they're not benefiting from nobody it. Nobody makes any money there. They give it all back to the, to the student It goes athletes. right back to the student's pocket. Yep, you can right. see, well, after the match, they walk out and they just hand dollar bills right into they their do. pocket. They do. They, really, they say, here, take care of yourself. Make sure you guys are eating right. Make sure you guys are getting properly. Yeah. Treatment, yeah, they look out for their guys, so that was cool to see. Um, individuals going on now, uh, final four action is live. We're recording this at noon on Friday, so if you guys uh, want to watch the final crack rackets on YouTube, uh, Gruskin's been crushing it the, the whole time. I mean, is his, it the final or the semi? Semis is today, okay, okay. and then finals yeah. will be, yeah, tomorrow for and then same with the doubles, so. Um, tune into that. Gruskin is having way too much fun up there on, <laughs> on set. I'm uh, just watching him do his thing. It's super cool. And having a friend in, in this industry, being able to kind of chase his dream and, I mean, do it now for – He knows his tennis. Dude, he, he is. He knows his tennis. He knows. AG is <laughs> – He's locked the, in. The col- his college tennis it's good. recall yeah. at, from is just absurd. None other. And it is. It's, there's no – he's the best in the world at what he does. Yeah. And it's just like for that – I have a lot he's of respect a, for him. He's and got just, a lot to say. He does, and I'm like, sometimes I'm like, man, are you gonna like, like hit me back? Because like I'm like, I know I knew he was right next, and like he just, I, I, I didn't heard back from him for a few hours. I'm like, I know he's got to be on campus somewhere. And next thing you know, I was like, I was about to call him and just be like, dude, you don't answer me. I'm gonna, we're, we're gonna, have, we're gonna have problems. He, I, I feel somebody come up behind me and just grab my, my my backpack, and I'm like, and it's Gruskin, and I we gave him, I gave my guy a big hug. I was like, dude, this 
it's good to see you in your environment, man. So it was cool. Gruskin is the man. He's like he's like a little celebrity there. Like you know, everybody everybody knows who he is, and it's fun. He's just he's you can't mistake Gruskin for anybody else, you know. But that was cool. So college action, awesome, hell of a season. Can't wait to do more with college tennis this summer on our Team Yellow tour. We'll be traveling to a lot of uh, new colleges in the South this year. A lot of some ACC schools. We got Middle Tennessee, Wake Forest, um, and some surprises to come. We'll announce later. So check out. The Pure Tennis Podcast Instagram. Check out the Tennis Point USA Instagram account. JP, we got to talk about the pro action, though. After. Did you catch that action? <laughs> <laughs> we'll come back after the break. A little break. And we're back. All right, so we missed on recapping Rome, which completed the other day. You have Daniel Medvedev, a Masters 1000 champion on a red clay event like what well he's, I, a, he's a clay specialist now clay specialist I, I i we actually i posted that the other day on tennis i'm like how do you go from <laughs> talking about dogs playing in the dirt that's what red clay is to ho- hosting the trophy at a master's event the especially only, like the rome the field is loaded and daniel medvedev <laughs> takes home the title Which, i mean what because he's, I, a clay, what? he's a clay specialist now but i mean like what he was able to do from where he was even a year ago it's like he completely accepted that clay is going to be a big part of his calendar year and like to like be a one of the greats of of tennis. He has to accept it and just learn how to play on it and win Masters and, 1000 and win Masters 1000s on it. It's like to see who like how he took people out and like and who he took out. I mean, he takes out Rune in the in the final. Who's playing at the best of his ability? Honestly, Rune, honestly. I mean, like Rune is, playing is honestly out playing out of his mind. gourd in like the Medvedev's shot tolerance, like his ability to just absorb Holger's pace and like the like heaviness off both wings, and just wear him down. Like he wore Holger down mentally and physically. Like he was just in a, he was he went down into this lockdown mode that we've only seen him be able to do on hard court, and he just was able to find his patience. And it's like Medi realized that you know he's not going to be able to like counter with like these liner flat deep like just like balls that will just scrape off the ground and just kind of slide. He's just, like, comfortable just outpacing guys with just a higher shot tolerance, using his angles. He looked comfortable moving on this stuff. That's the thing. The movement is probably the biggest. Yeah. Because he he won the last four sets that he played 7-5. Wow. That's just icy. And his movement was the biggest thing. But it was just, like, actually, it was either the movement for me that was most impressive or just his mentality of being able to just accept that, this is how he's going to win clay court matches Break by breaking people. And exactly, and he's still getting enough free points on the serve, but then taking out Sitsipas as well. It's like Sitsipas was looking healthy after that after the Sunshine swing. I thought he would need some more time to recoup, but Sitsipas hit the European clay court swing and looked like he was back to being himself. And Medi rips him, does the dance that is just which is classy. I mean, legendary. I mean, that is just it's legendary. Artful. That it's dance, art, just whatever court, that it's clay court specialist dance. It was almost like he was just he just did it just to make fun of Steph's it's a boogie, go, just to make fun of Steph's goofy dance in Cincinnati. I think he's saying that because like he said it was like being when you're drunk when you're drunk at the club and you feel like you're god of a tennis court. That, that that's the that what he said. That's, that's, that's the, the quote, dude. It was so good. I don't know if that's exactly the quote, but it was something to do. It was with something that. like that when you're yeah. drunk at the club and you're just like, like feel, he's god like, of a tennis he's, court. I don't know if it was good. He's like, well, you just feel you're feeling good, and he just hit that little wiggle. That little it's that little big. wiggle. You got the feet squeaking. I'm like, this guy. I, I became 
I'm a Medi fan. How can you not? I'm be? a Medi fan. Like, how can you not be a Medi fan after that? He like and he likes took the, out Rusevori, Zverev, Sitipas, yeah. and then Rune. Yeah. Like, come, like what? All in the same way, running around on the bait, like back by the wall, like just taking like these, like guarding the whole court. He's also he's got he's got the squash shot on the forehand, the slice. Yeah, he's got it to a point where it's like it's effective on the clay. Like it was dying short in the court in the last few years, when that's why he was just getting ripped. I, I put out a tweet like or whatever. He hadn't won double. Double. He had won ten matches on red clay in a single season since 2016. It was well before he was. So is that what he's got? Is this neutralizing everybody? That that's squash what he's shot. I mean, yeah, since he's been a top Just 150 player in the world, slap. since he's been a top 150 player in the world, he had not won ten matches on a clay court during a clay court season. It's just like he's able to neutralize now so much better. It does with his movement and then like his squash he shot. He, and he's he's giving you that. That sliced deep with no pace, but it's staying low. Yeah. He just he just asked the question like, "Can you just do it again? Unleash on this ball and well, that's like Rune Rune Everybody calls him something different. He had he had won that match multiple times, and he had won the points for each of the games. Like, yep. but he just neutralizes and goes back to zero. It's just like do it again. Like sometimes Holger would get the point and get a winner, but he had to do this long setup. Two three times, it's like and it's and it's, Medi's it, in better shape. He fights people down. I think he's just he's built to like play that type of game because his arms are giantly long. Hundred percent. And he just he can run around on the baseline. It doesn't matter how hard you hit because he's gonna find a way to slap it back in this weird spin that keeps the ball like floating in this way that you just feel like you got to hit way bigger cuts than you need to, and then he wears you down that way. Yep, exactly. Well said. And I think that's he he's asking the question. And if you're if that is Players can't answer that question for two out of three. How do you think players are going to be able to answer that for three out of five? Yeah. So and add in the component that where he's just going to win in seven five every time too. He's because he's icy at the when it matters. He it, wins those sets. The odds came out. I think uh, during the uh, when he had just taken out Zverev to go to the quarters, I believe, and Medi opened up as a as a uh, plus twenty four hundred to win the French Open. Wow! As soon as he beat Sitsipas, I checked the odds again. I was like, I gotta bet this guy to take it. Yeah, it went from plus twenty four hundred to plus twelve hundred. Cut his odds in half. Wow! After after the after the after the uh, the handicapper saw him take out Sitsipas, they were like, Whoa! We gotta we gotta back this guy down a little bit. We gotta give this man some respect. He went from plus twenty four hundred to plus twelve hundred. I I would imagine his odds have even. Decrease like there's something mental about him because when Medi gets you as a player, he owns you. He does. Like, he owns very yeah, he, he does. He owns real estate there. He, he owns, does. I'd say he owns Titsy Poss again now too. I, I think he. I think he does I think too. He, after I mean, did you see Rune-ish him? Match, did you see, he so owns Rune during the after the handshake in the very beginning of the match? They they do usually do that little picture. Yeah. And he wanted no, no part, part of that. He's like Titsy Poss was left just chilling in the dirt by himself. Yeah. I'm like Medi is just playing like God. I love. A good rivalry, yeah. count me in. Like a rivalry that these guys, there's actual animosity. Yeah. I think Zverev and these guys all dislike each other. I think Zverev and Sitsipas dislike each other. Zverev and Medi dislike it. And it's yeah. like, we got some rivalries now that are cooking. So much fun. And yeah. I think I think Medi's a legit contender now at Roland Garros. I never thought I would say that. Never. It's like, especially with Rafa out now, Novak looks like he's a little bit beat up. Something, what are your thoughts on Novak? I mean. Something with, like, it just, like, he's what's, missed, he's, he. He doesn't like we were talking about it the last he's podcast. He's second favorite to win Roland Garros. Yeah, still. absolutely. But like he's if he's actually got something wrong with his elbow or something, he's wearing that compression sleeve, yep. so it's in there. I would say like vulnerable because they all want to beat him. Like, but it, I think he some. I don't know sets. what. Yeah, 
five sets against Novak is tough. Tough. He did look like Novak always has this like way of hitting the ball where he like he looks like he's off balanced in a way and like kind of like fighting for his own ground to like recover. Yeah. But like he seems like he he's always done it to to an extent. He seems to be doing that a lot more now. He just doesn't seem to be like strong footed. You know, it doesn't seem like he's able to like keep steady weight and balance on every shot. Like he's we were so accustomed to seeing him doing. Yeah. And he just looks like uneasy. I, I don't know what I mean. You take the guy off the tour and you you don't let him play big matches for quite a bit of time. It's like maybe it does take some time, but um, it seems to really like he, he looks he looks like you said vulnerable. It's just is the vulnerable, word. but yep. it's like I think that they're. The, I still wouldn't bet against him, but I wouldn't either. But he's just missing balls that he doesn't miss yep. like usually. Like he's still setting up the points and beating people in the points, and he'll come and. I think that's like he's always operated on that margin where it's like those balls go in for Djokovic and like right now they're just not. Yep. I, I think I <laughs> maybe think it's he, the end. <laughs> I, I don't. I, I don't know about that. So and then Carlos. Carlos is your favorite to win Roland Garros. He was plus one forty five last time I checked. Uh, he claimed he took the titles in Barcelona and Madrid, um, two big titles in his home country. Yeah, he plays but good tennis. He did. He did have an early exit in Rome. A shocking result there. Um, I can't remember the guy. I can't remember the kid he lost to. He lost to a uh, a guy who was like one one thirty three. One thirty, yeah, yeah. one thirty in the in the world. But that was a uh, an outlier match. I think you can expect to have those once a season or so. And I think that was the one to slip up for Carlos. Maybe a little bit of fatigue. But I wouldn't take any. Uh, I wouldn't read into that too seriously. I think he's still the guy to beat heading into Paris. Yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll second that. Then we got Holger at plus eight fifty. Last time I looked. He's become like the villain of the tour. We talked about him a little bit against Medi, but he's become like this guy that everybody seems to kind of jump on and and kind of knock. And I, I used I, I was leaning on the side of Holger needs to grow up, but it's like now it's like is there is there really something wrong with having a, a a guy that can kind of mix it up and speak his mind a little bit? And it's the way he does. It's the way he does it, though. It's it I sounds agree. like a little child crying. Yeah. Like no one make you. No, I always look like a bad guy. Like shut up, dude. Thirteen and three on the clay though this year. This, he's a, this he's season. a beat. He doesn't need to argue that way. Like you can so, still be, you can still not do something passively aggressive. So Carlos is twenty and two on the clay. Uh, Novak is five and three. Not winning people over Hol- like that. Yeah, Holger thirteen and three. Sitsipas thirteen and four. Medi ten and two. Beast. And then he's we a got clay court specialist. The clay court specialist. And then Sinner, who I think is another. Um, a little bit on that, he's like that next tier, but I think he's a, he's got a chance to win his first slam, seven and two on the clay. Casper um, Ruud quickly gaining his momentum. Uh, he's he he's had some he had a couple big wins um, recently. Yeah. He just took out Wolf. Um, he took out JJ in a tough match. He gets good draws. He beat he, uh, Serendolo. Then he he, he did he did tune up. Sir. I thought Serendolo was going to have him. beat Sinner the day before. You know. Like that's what, because like I think Serendolo, like, he, he's Sinner on he's looks, on this list too. He's, Sinner looks punched out, like just like Alcaraz was, just like operating at a high high octane, starting to burn the engine out a little. Have you gotten Have you gotten to watch Fran Serendolo much? Just in that that he's, match. So another guy that played college tennis, he just ripped Cam Nori for the second time in uh, like two weeks or whatever. But he's six six three six zero over Cam Nori. Wow, is that? Is that was that is that Geneva? Yeah, Geneva. They're in Geneva. I just watched that this morning. I'm like, this guy is so damn steady, and he moves so well. He's such a strong athlete. I mean, he's a top, he's one of the top ten contenders at Roland Garros according to the odds makers. Um, I really like this guy's game, and he's so fun to watch. His dynamic game can can grind, can hit winners, can come forward. 
He's he's a more fun version to watch than Casper Ruud for me. I mean, I know, and I know Casper just took him out. The same, I just, same type of player, though. I think I think totally. they are just pa- like small, compact power athletes. Blast can, can can blast, and another guy that kind of fits that category that I've had a ton of fun watching. He's playing right now against Nakashima, Arthur Fees. This kid can play. He can move. He's a electric mover. Great shot maker from anywhere well beyond the baseline. Just can. That brings up our sticky situation. Oh, we got to do a <laughs> sticky situation. <laughs> sticky situation. We'll get into it right here. Okay. Right now. So we got so Michael Yim- Yimmer. Michael Yimmer playing against Arthur Fees. Completely. Like, on topic. We're talking about Arthur. Arthur Fees comes up with just, they're, they're in a battle. I think it's 5 all when it happens. First set. And long, good, good exchange happens. And... Strong forehand Ymer, crack. Ymer misses a uh, a forehand cross court off the, a ball that was close to the line from Arthur Fees, and uh, he just wanted a ball mark check. He just wanted the chair party to come check the ball he mark. He the... he thought it was out, and he said, you know, the the uh, I think the chair party referenced that it was a bad bounce, and that's why he he, he knew it hit the line type thing. Yeah, you know, he's like it took it took a weird like I know that's how I know it, it hit the line. Yeah, and to his point, and I saw Taylor Fritz chimed in on Twitter. It was like. Bad bounces on clay are happening everywhere. It doesn't matter if it's in the middle of the court or if it's touching a line. It's like you're going to get a terrible bounce no matter what. So it's like that has that's irrelevant to the situation. So if, that, if that's what the umpire said, that's just – I mean, you're not using electric line calling. Get your butt off the freaking chair and go check, and go the, check the ball mark. He did this. Like we've done for so many years. Nothing's changed. Yeah, scribble around the ball, point to it with, with your racket. I mean, you were even – and it's like – I've never seen this happen before. I've never seen a champ de- deny me the chance to, to come review a ball mark when it was like the end of the point, you know. And I mean, it was just as close as anything else that gets them off the chair. Exactly. Like they'll exactly. walk out at, on at the, the very least, first serve and exactly. Oh, yeah. So Yimmer ends up the next point. He comes forward on a pretty good ball and freaking fees just blast cross, cross a backhand court. cross court passing shot and just Owned. the way he like goes like he, the way he comes forward to the like he just looked like that was a base play like that Which, was when you get past that way you're pissed off you are and like, he goes to the chair umpire from the backhand takes his racket and just centers up the chair umpire he whack, whack, cracks everything destroys all he has left in his hand is a handle <laughs> and i think our, i think i looked at Yimmer's uh, earnings this year 120,000 for the year i'm going to i'm going to guess because Hugo Gaston just got fined a hefty one, like one over a hundred, over six figures for. Well, you're not allowed. I mean, Zverev did it. You're not allowed to hit the. No, you're not allowed to do that. That's, that's a Medi technical foul. Yeah, that's yeah. two shots in the ball back. Um, yeah. I'm gonna say he gets fined. Prediction. I don't. I don't think this has been released yet. If it has, I have. I'm not. Uh, I've not read that. Let's see. I'm gonna say ninety thousand dollars. I'm gonna say. So it's a sticky situation. So. And on our show, what's what are your alternatives of behavior? What are you supposed to do? Trampire, <laughs> you're getting paid. Get your butt off the chair. Check the ball mark. Confirm that your call was correct. Agreed. Or incre- or or come out and you know We're putting blame reverse on, the call. Blame on the chair. Up. If you're Emer, obviously you cannot do what you did there. You're gonna get DQ'd every time, um, which was what happened. You got you got that double tech. Hit See the you shower. later. Hit the showers. It's gonna be an early exit for you. First set. Um, but if you're Emer, it's like. What could you have done differently? Um, obviously, don't do what you did. But it's like you're so pissed in the moment at that time. It's That's like the thing. You just and you're passed. so mad at one guy yeah. in the in the entire arena. Like you're just mad at one guy, really, and you're mad at yourself to a little like some extent. But you're really just mad at this champion. It's just like tennis is so mental that you need that like confirmation that like I lost that point legit. That, yeah. that was a legit point that I lost, and like 
there's nothing I can do about it. But if there's some doubt in your mind that like you really could have won that point and that could have been an a, an add in instead of a, an add out type situation or whatever, it's like it's pretty damn tough. Lose it. I, and I've never played for for money in tennis, so it's like if, I can't imagine when you're playing for a living, that it's probably that much more. It's like it's hard to control your emotions at that point. And I will then, say when you crack a huge forehand into someone's backhand and you come in guarding the up the line shot and they rip a backhand cross court in just, front of you, just, right just in, take front, a bow. in the face, yeah, tip, tip the cap. Yeah, that's when you're just like, I mean, you get so mad when that happens. Oh, it's brutal. It's just like you, you got me on one of those. Done everything time. right. I did. You got me on a on a pass down the line. I I was like, yeah. People down the court like, was that it? Was that it? Did he just get you there? I'm like, shut up. <laughs> I got, I got them back. I got them back. Oh my the gosh! Best. No, that's our but like, Sticky I don't know how Yimmer is supposed to handle that. It's like that's. Are you? Tra- so you can just do, you can incinerate a racket on the court. You just do, yeah. if you're gonna do it, just do it on the ground. On, on the ground, yeah. Don't do it on the. Um. Or you can be like Nick Harris and take eight rackets to to the to the bathroom and do like <laughs> come in Cincinnati and just come out with all eight cracked rackets. That was wild. I was, was sitting courtside for that. One. That was against Hatchinov. That, that was insane. But uh, no, I can't wait for Roland Garros action. The clay court season yeah. has been a lot of fun. I know we're going to come in here and do a re- uh, oh, sorry, a preview of the action for both the men and the women's draws. I know we didn't talk about the WTA action just because there's so much tennis to talk about, but um, qualities are going on right now. Been tuned into that. Been a lot of fun to keep up with. And um, guys, have a heck of a weekend. Get out, play some tennis, and we will be doing a preview of RG soon.